0: Jessus, Celestial, celestia, 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 celestia.
1: This week's chest is about a pose. It is this hand gesture that signifies the state between life and death or maybe between sleep and wakefulness. And I want to try and transmit this pose to you over this, the radio. I will try and describe it in as many ways that I can first some sound I want to show you this image. It's this photograph of mostly stone carved. And I have this description of the image made by someone I adore. And I thought I could read this description out and you could draw along and then maybe it will work as a kind of fax machine. First, you will need something to draw on and something to draw with say, a pencil and a piece of paper So I will play this next song to give you some time to find them. Maybe now you have a piece of paper in front of you and something to draw with. Um, First, you have to divide the paper into eight boxes. To do this, draw one line horizontally across the whole page and then three lines from top to bottom vertically so that you end up with four boxes above the horizontal line and four boxes below. This is a description of the photograph I want to show you divided into the same eight boxes with the contents of each box explained one at a time. The facts. Start up in the top right corner box. That's where the head and the left shoulder is. There is an air conditioning unit in the background and a reddish door open, the person has a worn down face, wearing a hood, they are made of stone, lying down on a rectangular box, made of the same stone, we see only its corner, it could be sandstone or maybe limestone, we don't know. Now, move one box down to the bottom right. Here, you just see the floor and a little piece of the stone coffin box. You can see the floor is tiles, or stone tiles maybe. And then it also looks like an X on the floor. But you can only see half a V. Now we go one box to the left, moving clockwise around the boxes. Here is a third floor tiles and a third coffin and a third stone robe filling the box. The stone robe is draped over the leg that you can't see and on top of it all is the blade of the stone sword. One more box over to the left. Here there is a lion's face and also half of the stone lion's body. Then you see one leg from the calf down but you also see the front of it and it's crossed over the other leg where you can only see the shin There is a foot that looks like it's wearing sandals and it has broken off toes or maybe it's wearing stockings or socks. To say something more about the lion, its nose is broken off and also the tip of its left front paw. The feet of the stone person are resting on the lion's body. Move one more box over to the left. Now we are at the bottom left corner box. And this is where we see the last part of the lion. It's right hip and tail. And then, behind the stone, we can see some pipes. Three pipes bending in 90 degrees, all of them spooning each other. And further back, you can see the most part of eight stone tiles on the wall. Move up one box the top left corner box. Here it both looks like the window frame of a window that we can't see but it also has a bit of a dragon wing shape with the curves and the spikes. We see half of the box and also the wall stone tiles. Everything is in sand grey, beige tones. One box more to the right. Here we see mostly the wall stone tiles and there is one a bit more dark, redder than the others. A little bit of nine tiles, or the most part of nine tiles in this box. Then you also see half of the knee and a little bit of the robe or the cape. One more box to the right, the final box. This is where you see most of the body the stone body, this is the most important tile, this is where you get a sense of the whole body, you see the hands holding the top of the sword, the left hand grabbing the sheath and the right arm bent in front of the body to grab the top of the sword. The sword is sitting on the left hand side of the torso and the hand is twisting, the wrist twisting, so the palm is curling upwards, the pinky finger closest to the face. Then you can also see a bit of the chest and the robe that covers the body and the knee. For our purposes, this hand gesture is the most important part. this photograph that i faxed over to you before it shows a pose that i first heard about from someone called elizabeth price and i want to tell you a little more about it note some of the following words I used to describe the pose I have gleaned from an email correspondence with Elizabeth Price It is a pose, a bodily sign found on medieval tomb sculptures These sculptures are memorial effigies the likeness of a person carved onto the lid of their own coffin. Many are lying down, many are praying, many have closed eyes. But the ones I am talking about, the ones that exhibit this particular pose are more restless than this. They are referred to as animated memorial effigies or sometimes cross-legged knights. They are memorial sculptures so they are made to remember the dead. But they feature a kind of restless movement Some state in between sleeping and waking. Death and life. Lots of them have these animated gestures with their arms and legs. A twist of the wrist turned upwards and crossed legs. A twist of the wrist turned upwards and crossed legs. It is often ambiguous as to whether they are falling into sleep, death or waking from it. A twist of the wrist turned upwards and crossed legs. A twist of the wrist turned upwards and crossed legs twist of the wrist turned upwards and crossed legs. A twist of the wrist turned upwards and crossed I would like to play you some sound that I recorded yesterday in Victoria Street Tube Station in the tunnels underneath the City of London. And this is me putting the file onto my computer because I'm not so. And I want to play you this short recording of someone playing the squeeze box in these tunnels, in the ground that I imagine these cross-legged knights were buried. So maybe the same ground. Where this pose was first rediscovered, uncovered. Here it is. Some air underneath London. And for the pose and its transmission, I have one more song a twist of the wrist turned upwards and crossed legs. Week. I hope the next week is filled with many shiny things. Maybe spring.